Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the show. We have Chris Taylor in today along with Andrew Hanson, Charles Firth. My name is Dom Knight. Just before we get into the show, a couple of fires at emergency warning level in our listening area. One, uh, 15k southwest of the Warragamba Dam Wall in the Blue Mountains National Park and that Gospers Mountain fire that's been burning for weeks in the Hawkesbury. So more information coming up in the news. Isn't that a classic Scott Morrison era story that a place that was built for a dam like rainfall is actually got a, it's on fire at the moment. <laughs> mm. Welcome to 2019 oh. in Australia. I can't actually see you, Dom. Like there's right. so much smoke in mm. this studio. I don't know if it's just Sydney General Hayes or Dom's taking up smoking or what's going on. I can barely oh. breathe in this mm. place. But you know what the advantage of that is, Chris? I don't is, have to look at Dom. We, yeah. Well, we don't have to look at Dom. That's oh. wonderful. That's that's a sight for sore eyes to not see him. But also, you don't have to read any of the Israel Folau headlines that are in the news today. They're, they're, they're blanketed by smoke, which well, is a great thing to, to happen, I think, to any right. news about Israel Folau. I'm sick right. to death of hearing there's, about yeah. Israel Folau. There's smoke over the payout amount. I mean, uh, the, the telly reported $8 million. Mm. Uh, Then the Rugby Australia said, that's nothing like that much. No one knows what he's been paid, but well, he's been paid a lot. It's a confidential sum. I imagine Rugby Australia's just done the right thing. It's just annoying noise to have around. So they said, let's just nip the whole story in the bud. We'll do a secret settlement. We don't need to know the amount of money. Do we know what Israel Folau's put down the smoke in Sydney too? Is that is that <laughs> well, uh, no, gays it, it having is. a kiss it is. on Christmas Day? No, it, it is. Is it Moses appear, God appearing no, to Moses as a burning bush? It, no, it's gays getting married. He's already said that. Yeah, right. And and so if there are any gays out there looking to get married, could you just please refrain from getting married until after bushfire until season. after bushfire season? Yeah. I think it's very selfish of yeah, them. It is, mm, yeah, it would be. very it's selfish. It's also look, you'll just be sweaty if you have a summer wedding anyway. Yeah, like, yeah if you want to look good at your gay wedding, like <laughs> yeah. wait till autumn. Yeah, <laughs> well, Charles, now that you've said that, we're, we're going to have to pay out eight million dollars to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think now. this company, SCA, has eight million dollars right now, <laughs> based on the redundancies I've been reading about. <laughs> Now, you're all annoying me, guys. You're all annoying me very much by talking about Israel Folau. I, I, what I'm going to have to do is buy this product right here. Are you tired of hearing everything that Israel Folau ever says? Yes. What if I told you you don't need to hear every single tiny thing that Israel Folau says? Don't I? No! But every time I turn on the TV or read the news or even just open my window a tiny fraction, everyone is constantly screaming at me about whatever Israel Folau just said. You need Folau phones. Israel Folau cancelling headphones. Just as noise-cancelling headphones stop noise by making the opposite sounds, Falau phones stop Israel's comments by saying the opposite thing. Hi, this is your Falau phone speaking. It's perfectly okay not to be straight. Climate change has led to an increased risk of bushfires. Mmm, the lovely sound of sanity. The world works according to facts, not raving loony bullshit. Oh, thank you, Falau phones. So wear a set of Falau cancelling headphones today. Also available in Sam Newman, Barnaby Joyce and industrial strength, Mark Latham. Radio Chaser. 
on Sydney's Triple M. Now, gents, I'm uh, I'm feeling a little refreshed. I just come back from uh, a lovely couple of days away uh, oh. with the missus. Um, we went up to Mackerel Beach, you know, kind of opposite Palm Beach Pitwater kind of way. Oh, you need lovely. to get a ferry yeah. to go over there. It's uh, there's no road access. Lovely, lovely getaway. Relatively smoke free compared to Sydney at the oh, moment. Really? It's so it was extraordinary. It was a win on every score, uh, except <laughs> I managed to get myself. In a little bit of a pickle uh, one night, a couple of nights ago, uh, it's fair to say my wife and I, we'd had a few drinks and we'd we'd noticed someone had left like a boat, as in like a dinghy, mm. with its outboard still attached oh. up, up on the beach. Nice. But there's a lot of kayaks and just rowboat dinghies, but this one had an outboard, which was a hell of a magnet for a couple of people who mm. were seven GNTs in. So we said, oh, let's just, should we just... Take it for a little spin. Hmm. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's, yeah. it's such a small little area. We said, well, just take it out and back for five minutes. It'd be well, lovely. Do you do this with cars? Because they have engines in them too. Do you just see them and take them for a spin? What about the light rail, Tyler? You get it, when it starts in a week, you're going to just jump down and take the wheel? <laughs> I, if I'm seven G&Ts in, I probably will. I'll probably yes. be the first person to get the light rail in Sydney car. <laughs> anyway, oh. um, now, the only other thing you need to know for this story is we said, <laughs> should we do it nude? <laughs> well, of course you did. <laughs> it was, what was it, the logic behind it, it that? It was sort of a dare. We'd been playing board games, and like it, it was all it, it was a momentum snowballing dare. Was it just you and your wife? Yeah. Or the, oh, right, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was okay. nothing kinky. It was yeah. just the two of us. Yeah. And anyway, so we were in the <laughs> no, It was actually incredibly boring. It, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah. Right. It yeah. was like 10 o'clock at night. We'd had a few. Yeah. We yeah. said, let's get our kid off and, and steal a boat. What, and sit in a little boat on your bare bum? Yep. Yeah, with, right. the, on, with on, the mozzies. Look, I don't know what you guys do with your missus in your spare time. That's what we do. Right. Anyway. So we take it out and we it's actually it's cruising along quite nicely and we go along to the next bay, which is yeah. Currawong. I don't know if you know. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, the next nice. beach is Currawong. Mm. Lovely. And that's when the trouble started mm. because we assumed we'd inherited a boat with an mm. outboard full of petrol. Yes. It ran out of fuel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, we, and we are stranded off Currawong mm. without you know, any oars and without an engine that's any longer working. Or clothes. Oh. So it's, or without any clothes. Now, we've got a couple of options. We either try and swim back to Mackerel Beach, where we started, or but we, I make the decision just to go to Currawong, which is the nearest shore, and then we'll just sort of work it out from there. Yes. We get to the shore at Karawong, and lo and behold, there's a wedding going on. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Someone's erected this massive marquee, and there's a wedding in full swing, much like my genitalia. <laughs> and, and we had no option. Like I was, you know, I just literally had to sort of go up to the marquee and explain no. the situation oh, in the no. nude, in the nude, in the complete oh. starkers, and I had to ask for help. And look, I won't. All I'll say is. The bride took one look at my member and looked very grateful she was marrying her filler by contrast. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Split ends on Triple M, I got you. This is Radio Chaser. Speaking of NZ, before he went down there, Prince Charles had a bit of a showdown, apparently, with uh, with Prince Andrew and said, mm. mate, you're not coming back pretty much ever. You're out of the job. Uh, and he was the one, you know, getting in there and kicking heads because he's going to take over soon. D- does a royal ever really kick heads? Or is there a very stiff upper lip mm. way of saying... You hang out with pedophiles, you're no longer welcome in this family. No, I think I think the traditional thing to do is to just uh, put them in a Paris tunnel. <laughs> oh, and no, it's actually even harsher than that. because um, so That's I mean, a that... red card, surely. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a red yeah, card. Yeah, there we go. That's a red card. You're out of the break, Charles. No more words till the next break. Now, look, 
But for the royal family, what they've actually said is quite harsh. I mean, not as harsh as that. But, um, they've said he can't come to, to church on Christmas Day because they always go. I think they're up in uh, Sandringham Hang or something. Hey, that's a school, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's good. Mm. And it says here that uh, he could be banned. People are worried that sex abuse campaigners will infiltrate the crowds to make the obvious point that Bit of a creep for being Jeffrey Epstein's mate and everything like that. So yes, he's you, been kicked out of church, out of the royal family. But surely sex creeps, the perfect place for them is the church. Like, <laughs> that's where yeah. they all hang I out. I want to reverse the red card. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, they were there anyway. Yeah, probably yeah. going to be the priest. <laughs> delivering the sermon. So it's going to be a very Merry Christmas. So, because apparently Prince Charles hates Prince Andrew anyway, um, is the story. It'll come up in a future series of The Crown, I'm sure. But look, it is time oh, pretty I'm, much. I'm looking forward to that that series of the crown. <laughs> how long we've got to wait for the Prince they, Andrew years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, but look, the thing is, um, basically, it's time to call call time on Prince Andrew. His public career is pretty much over, so it's time to farewell him from public life. Radio Chaser presents in memoriam Prince Andrew, Duke of York. Born in 1960, Prince Andrew was the Queen's favourite child for no apparent reason. Serving his country in the Falklands War, he did nothing. In 1986, he married Sarah Ferguson, with whom he shared a passion for doing nothing. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Ten years later, they divorced, so the Prince could spend more time without his family, doing nothing. Prince Andrew continued to do nothing whatsoever until 1999, when he finally did something. Unfortunately, that was befriending a pedo. Prince Andrew will be remembered for organising the murder of Jeffrey. I mean, for nothing. Radio Chaser, Triple M. Yes, uh, and tomorrow we're having our Triple M Christmas party. Did you know that? Oh, it's going to be lovely, the drinks. Yeah, yeah we'll get together, a bit of a meal with our mates. Yeah, all the people in the office. Um, and one <laughs> of the things, one of the things though, that uh, we're going to do at this Christmas party, and I hate this part of the, the mm. Christmas party, is everyone's got to bring a $20 present for somebody else in the office. Oh, right? so the side of giving and goodwill with Christmas is the part you hate. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah absolutely. Yeah. But the booze side you're quite yeah. on board with. But it's sort of like oh, this random person you don't know. Anyway, point is, but they had the draw this morning mm. and I have drawn literally the worst person in the office. Like, this person <laughs> that I absolutely hate. Right. Oh, no. And you've got to buy them a gift. I've got to buy them a $20 gift. So right. I want to go to the phones on this one. One triple three five three. What should I buy Dom? Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's supposed to be anonymous. For starters, why do you oh. buy three? Oh, yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? What would you, what would you buy oh, someone you wouldn't you... want him to get anything for a start. No, exactly. Well, in a way, it's, I've often found it easier to buy for people you hate than you like. Because, you know, like people <laughs> yeah. you like... You know, it's it's sort of flowers or chocolates or yeah. booze or something. Someone mm. you hate, you can just mm. find. You know, I, I don't know. Just we we broadcast quite close to Chinatown. You could find like mm. a goose that's just been thrown out the back in a laneway <laughs> that's gone off. It's been lying there since April. Yeah. Wrap that up and put and, it under Dom Knight's <laughs> And you, you go up to them and say, "Can I buy this? Yeah, yeah two dollars." And no, I'll give you twenty for yeah, it. I'll yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Dom has a book out at the moment. How much is your book? I'll give you twenty nine ninety. 
five, uh, or free for the best caller on this phone, <laughs> right. which I feel awkward about. Here Why we go. Five, three. Rip out some pages and give Dom his own book. Yeah. Oh, $20 worth yeah. of his yeah. book. Oh, no, but actually, like a half ripped out Dom book would be better than the whole <laughs> yes, book. So that's true. <laughs> I think I'll sweeten the deal here, because it sounds as though my book's not enough of an incentive to call. One triple three five three. You'll win not only my book, Australian Dictionary, but also... Uh, a family pass to Taronga Zoo. That's a nice one. If you've got family that want to go with you, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we should give you that. That's could you could nice. you give Dom like a voucher for the zoo, like for Roar and Snore, but insist that the tent be set up inside the gorilla cage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be oh, well, great. He'd, he'd fit in beautifully. All <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the other yeah. gorillas would feel that they're much less hairy. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, five, three. Uh, this is meant to be this, the, the... I can't even set it up. I feel yeah. so upset. No, so what should I buy, Dom? What should I buy someone who I truly, truly hate? I've got a $20 budget. Mm. What can I buy him for $20? We've got a Natalie first up. Natalie. Hi. Um, I think you should get him a six-pack of toilet paper because he shits you and a can of deodorant because he stinks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Have you met Dom? Anything is not Natalie? harsh enough. <laughs> 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 I think it might be Do- Dom's mum. <laughs> On the upside, genuinely useful gift. Um, we've got Alex in Blacktown. <laughs> uh, Alex, what, what should we give Dom? You've got to buy twenty dollars in scratches, but you scratch them first, and you keep the winners, and just give them all the losers. Oh, oh yes, nice. yeah, very harsh. Yeah, I've, I feel very like good. you've done that before, Alex. No, not me. Sean in Norellan. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What should we get him? I reckon you should get him a kangaroo testicle per. Ooh, <laughs> right. okay. that's not bad. Yes. Functional. I've seen those down at the little souvenir shop near the Opera House, actually. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be great yeah. if, if the kangaroo's still attached to mm. the testicles. Yeah, so it's that's tasty. That's better. <laughs> so you're not just carrying along, you know, a purse fashion from a, you know, yeah. a dead, dead testicle pouch, mm. but you've mm. actually still got a live kangaroo you've got to take everywhere you want. You know, you go to Coles <laughs> and do your shopping, and you've somehow got to yeah. get your whole roux out every time yeah. you want to pay and, for something. Yeah. Char- and you've got Charming. to dig in, dig into yeah. its scrote just to get your coins as well. <laughs> Yeah. Charming idea there. when we're giving away a family pass to Zoo. You, you, you just wouldn't want to tap him, I think. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Robert in Maroubra. Mm. Well, Hello. What should we get him? Um, fake poo. Ooh. Why fake? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this we... is so mean. <laughs> Twi- fake poo only costs like $1. That would be a lot of fake poo. <laughs> Yeah. There's yeah. a certain scatological theme emerging yeah. with a lot of the suggestions yeah. from uh, our callers this afternoon. That's not bad, Bronwyn. Thank you very much. Who else we got, Dummy? Uh, yes, Ben in Belrose, our final caller. Okay, Charles, here you go. Yep. $19.90. Yeah. For that, you can buy yourself a six-pack of Trojans. Yeah. You can buy a cheap pair of spectacles and a Hallmark card that says, I wish your parents had gone and spec flavours. <laughs> Why aren't you writing the spec saver, you know, copywriting for the cricket ads where every time you see, instead of the avocado in the box? What I love about this segment is that all the people, the, the person who wins gets my book. So the joke's on you. Uh, who wins that in the Tronga Zoo Pass? Charles, you bastard. What do you reckon? I think we've got to go back to the first one, Natalie. Oh, really? Packet of toilet paper and Dorita? <laughs> Deodorant? <laughs> that's no, your, that's your choice? What do you reckon? Oh, 
Yeah, look, it's, a, it's very slim pickings, isn't it? I mean, they're all worthy for yeah. Dom, aren't well, they? Well, we could go with Ben because at least he, he put some effort into it. You know, I think like, we go Ben from Belrose. Yeah, why yeah. don't you Which just was... extend the debate about who it should be? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. He was the I mean, because, of condoms. But also, fake poo is good. Te- kangaroo testicles are good. I mean, everything's good. Yeah. Do you want to pick a winner? So Let, we can... Yeah, we're going to do Ben. We're going to do Ben. Ben from Belrose. Ben, yeah. congratulations. You're getting my book. Suck it. Yeah, apparently the haze is going to stick around for much of the summer. So if, if you've got friends visiting to check out the delights of Sydney, they're in for a real treat. Well, my wife just contacted me to say that she's sitting outside in Glebe and ash is falling on her. Yeah, my wife texted me to say ash is falling on her, but she is sitting underneath Shane Warne, who's uh, a six-pack-a-day man, so it <laughs> can happen. Yeah. But no, no, I mean, jokes aside, no. this is kind of crazy scary. I mean, everyone's sort of saying it looks apocalyptic. Which is a bit hyperbolic, but mm. this if this is the new normal, like, mm. who's going to want to live in Sydney for the next, ever, I, again? I, well, like, I'm, I'm pleased, because they say it's 34 cigarettes. It's the equivalent of smoking 34 cigarettes a day at mm. the moment in Sydney. And I'm just thinking, you know, my kids are cool. Yeah. They're smoking 34 <laughs> yeah, cigarettes a day, and then nine. You know, like, that's pretty cool. What I love about it, because I've always been, like, a very, like, addicted passive smoker. I don't like smoking, but mm. I love passive smoking, which mm. was always hard ever since they sort of mm. kicked all the smokers out onto the, you know, onto the street yeah. in offices. Mm. Now, it's yeah. great. The whole place is a VIP pokies it's lounge. It's a bit like a VIP yeah. pokies yeah. lounge. It's, isn't it bizarre <laughs> that now in Sydney, where you go to avoid the smokies into the pub, Yes, yeah. yeah that's, that's a that's big change living growing place. up. Yeah. Yeah. I go to pubs yeah. to get healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but look, uh, it's time to talk about, we, we love radio here, of mm. course, and one of Triple M's great innovations this year, no one's ever thought of it in radio before. Mm-hmm. It's called the Double Shot Tuesday. Mm. And what you do is, on a Tuesday, yeah. you play one song by an artist, that's shot one, mm. and get this shot two, another song by the same artist. I mean, isn't that an extraordinary idea? Wow. Well. That's good for like some artists like Pearl Jam or Paul Kelly, but mm. like when it's aha, <laughs> yeah. you kind of really lose out on your double shot. Don't I heard you? yesterday they played Collective Soul, and I was like, surely there's not more than where, one song. Where do you go there? from there? But look, if that's not a, we, we like going a step further here at Radio Chaser. So forget your double shot Tuesday, because on Thursdays from now on, this is going to happen. You loved Triple M's Double Shot Tuesday. Yeah, two songs by the same artist. I just wish it was more than two. Your wish is granted. Get ready for Triple M's Thousand Shot Thursday. Awesome. One thousand songs by the same artist. And that artist is none other than rock legend Rupert Holmes. Ah. If you like Pina Coladas. Tune in for 1,000 plays of the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. If you like Pina Colada. For the entire day. If you're not into yoga. This 1,000 Shot Thursday. Any chance we could rewind time to Double Shot Tuesday? That's 1,000 shots of Pina Colada this Thursday. Then on Friday, we'll play 1,000 songs by the Foo Fighters. Is that Thousand Shot Friday? No, it's our regular playlist. Hi, everybody. Only on Triple M, your home of Rupert Holmes. Radio Chaser. Triple M. So, guys, I was on Hobart Radio this morning. Oh, hello. Someone's moving up in the world. Was it oh, 2 yeah. Ho FM or whatever it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually just gone down there so that I could breathe for about 12 hours and then yeah. I just had to come back up. But, um, 
Yeah, no, and the guy who was running this show, this is how he started his show. Oh! Why do you go, oh, like that every time? It's my tribute to Dom Knight. I'm influenced by Dom Knight of Chaser Radio, Triple M in Sydney. Mm. What? I hadn't hadn't noticed this, but he reckoned that Dom starts pretty much every break with, oh, right. (laughs) Right. And so I asked BT, who... Our audio guy to go through and um, see I, I whether love, that was true. I love how true. you reduce the genius who produces the sketches to our audio guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the incredible genius. It's like you make him yeah. sound like the guy that plugs in our headphones yeah. or something. Like that. Yeah, no, that's Lee, but but he never plugs in the headphones. No. That's the problem. <laughs> that's why we need BT. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's never worked out what a headphone is. <laughs> but sorry. We, so anyway, whether this was true, and he went back through like the last sort of 24 hours worth of radio that Dom has done, like, i.e. one day. And, you know, this is one Oh, break. yes, welcome yeah. back. And then this one. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> and then this. Yes. And he said, he said it's pretty bloody easy to find. Like, basically, that's every every segment. You know what that is? Yeah. That is the sound of a man attempting to feign enthusiasm in your content, Charles Firth. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that kind of just like like standard triple M excitement, like at the start of a mind yeah, break? Mick Malloy does that literally. Oh, oh the big third hour of Kennedy Malloy. <laughs> you mean like, like this? Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. We've got lots. Oh, yes, welcome to the show. <laughs> we just got to, and I think even this one, this one is actually from earlier today. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah so. right. So it, it is a yeah. thing. And now I actually dug up some of Dom's sex tapes. It's amazing what he sounds like on those. <laughs> oh, yes, welcome back. <laughs> Triple M, Radio Chaser. Oh, now I'm self-conscious about it. Uh, Radio Chaser here on <laughs> Triple M. We have uh, Kennedy Malloy coming up very soon. And Blanche Dalpujay, of all people, is, oh, is on the... Oh, Blanche Dalpujay. Yes, coming up. Oh, and you great. thought Lee Sales was uh, was was uh, of the moment. Anyway, no, that's going to be great. Uh, Bob Zex. Nothing says Triple M like a dead Prime Minister's wife. <laughs> With a French name. <laughs> yeah, no, stick around for that. That's going to be fun. And uh, tomorrow on Radio Chaser, a very oh, special show. Oh. As we look back on 2019, in the year that was our favourite sketches and bits and pieces from the years, which means this is the final edition of Yes! <laughs> Cat's Pajamas huh? or Cat's Piss. It sounds a bit like Bill Laurie, doesn't it? Yes, he's got him! <laughs> All right, uh, first story today. AirAsia, the, the airline, has launched a restaurant that serves plain food uh, on on the ground. Aeroplane <laughs> yes, food. Yes, aeroplane food. Oh. Um, in Kuala Lumpur, they want to take it global. Are you on board? Do you think it's good cat's pyjamas or bad cat's piss? Oh, oh cat's pyjamas. Like, I know people who genuinely like aeroplane food. Really? You know, like the cliche is that it's terrible. I actually love the ritual of it. I kind of like organising myself and, you know, balancing the bread roll and then working out when will I have the little dessert or the chockey and all that kind of thing. So even though the food's rubbish... The actual ritual of balancing the little tray and coordinating that <laughs> with with a 14-hour flight is quite pleasing. So as long as the restaurant's putting in really uncomfortable seats, appalling mm. service and someone fat and sweaty beside me until you mm. get the full experience, <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm thumbs up. Cat's pyjamas. 
I'm what with are, you, Chris. I'd, I'd, I'm also hoping that, that you can sit up the back of the restaurant and be told by the waiter that they've just run out of food. <laughs> <laughs> what I want is for them to just bash my elbow with the trolley yes. every time oh, they yes. pass. Yeah, the sommelier yeah. will do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which vintage trolley would so like to be bashed with? <laughs> now, look, speaking of, uh, of airlines, this is another great story. A plane passenger Don, on the American say, Airlines. Oh, this is oh, another great story. Uh, they faked an, Ill- an illness to try and get a better seat. Now, in this case, they were caught out and uh, kicked off the, the flight, actually. It landed. But uh, do you think it's a good strategy to try and get a, a better seat, to just pretend to be sick? Apparently it works Wait, wait a minute. They, they said, wait a minute, you're not sick. And so they grounded the plane. Yeah, I may have just given the end of the story away too early. But what do you think? Did you fake an illness? Just give it a go to well, try and get a, a It kind of depends comfy on seat. the illness. Like, I reckon faking death would be going too far. Yeah. Like, mm. you just say you, it's unnecessary for you to fly, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're getting home for your funeral. Well, Unless you're having in the bathroom. That's what they do with A weekend at Bernie's or something. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought there'd be a type of, like, halfway illness. Mm. I, I mean, obviously not Ebola, but maybe, like, a broken leg or something could be good. So, yeah, cat's pyjamas. Yeah, I, I agree. Triple M, Radio Chaser.